Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Tanya Burton. Welcome back to my show. Today, I'm going to explain and encourage those who are tired of tracking their food how to actually lose weight without tracking your calories. Because I know once you start it, you feel like that's a tool that you always have to do to lose weight. But then when you restart tracking your calories, it's really hard to do. Like, you might track for like a day or one meal and then you give up and you're like, gosh, I can never lose weight because I know the only way to lose weight is tracking my calories, but I don't have the motivation to do it. And then you feel stuck. So uh, I have been there, but I'm going to go over what you have to do to lose weight without picking up your phone. You can actually do this. It's a little bit more mental awareness and effort, but if you apply these principles, you don't have to track anything. You just got to do what I say in the next few minutes and watch your weight come off. So let's jump in to the episode. So number one is wait. Wait until you are physically hungry to eat. This is hard to do. It sounds pretty easy. Like, duh, obviously I'll wait till I'm hungry. But a lot of times we're like, oh, it's eight o'clock. It's breakfast time, I should eat. Or it's 12 o'clock, I should go out and eat lunch with everybody. Even though you are actually not even hungry, we want to eat, right? We're like, it's, it's just that time. It's a trap, okay? Your body does not care about time. Your body is regulated on what you ate last. And you should wait until you're actually hungry to eat again. Because when you are actually hungry, like growling, your stomach is wanting food. It's not mental, like, oh, that sounds good or that smells good to eat. You physically are getting weaker or your blood pressure is dropping, your blood sugar is dropping. That's when you know, okay, I should probably put something in my mouth. (laughs) So... Until you actually feel physically hungry, that's the only time you should be eating. You know, that's the way God designed us, okay? We have these signals in our bodies to let us know when it's time. Kind of like your car, okay? You have the little ding, ding, like put gas in your car. Okay, that's when you know for sure you need to put gas in your car. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to move. Yet, we have those alerts and signals in our body, the grumbling, the awareness that our body sends out to say, hey, you need to eat now before you pass out or you get shaky. That's when you should actually go eat. Even though your body's really intelligent and it can go a little bit longer because if you don't eat, your body will tap into stored fat, stored fat, stored fat. We all have stored fat to keep you alive. So this whole... um you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to stop my metabolism or um, I'm put my body in starvation mode. What? There's, there's no such thing as starvation mode. Your body is super intelligent and it will keep you going to keep you alive because that's your body's job is to keep you alive. And it's going to tap into stored muscle, stored fat, stored anything just to get the last drop of you to keep, uh, to keep you alive. Okay. But we need to have that signal awareness of when am I actually hungry? And I can tell you what, People who have a hard time losing weight, I can ask them, when's the last time you were hungry? And they're like, it's probably been years. Years of being constantly full because they're constantly eating because they believe they're doing the right thing by, well, I eat six small meals a day. Well, really, you're eating like 500 calories per meal, no matter how small your meal looks. Caloric-wise, it's actually really high. That's why you're never losing weight. And that's why you never feel hungry. A good indicator that you're losing weight is feeling hunger. And so I try to tell people when they first sign up to the program, like, hey, this is going to work. I'm going to show you how to lose weight, but just be aware you're going to feel a little bit of hunger. Do I want you to feel hangry or starving or ravenous? Absolutely not. We actually want to avoid those. 
because it's going to cause you to binge eat or overeat and you're just going to cancel out everything you worked so hard to do. But what you do want to do is you want to feel hunger. Even just 30 minutes before you actually eat is amazing for your body, okay? It's actually good for your body not to constantly be working, okay? It's not good for your pancreas to constantly, constantly be working when it doesn't need to be, okay? So this is why fasting is so popular. It's actually really good for your body to rest. Can you imagine you are constantly moving that you didn't even sleep, that you're moving and moving and moving? You'd burn out. That's how, you're, that's how your body is. You're going to burn out your body constantly eating all the time. So we have to listen to our bodies. That's my whole point. <laughs> you have to listen to your body, not your emotions, not your feelings of when you should eat or what sounds good or when do I want to eat or, you know, no. Listen to your body and wait, 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 wait. If you're not for sure if you're actually hungry or not, give another 15 minutes. Just set a timer. Be like, you know, I want to see if I can go another 15 minutes without eating. Sure you can, you won't die, you'll be totally fine. Um, If you start to feel shaky and you're hypoglycemic or you're diabetic, you should probably eat, that's for sure. Talk to your doctor about that. Um, But if you don't have any of those health issues, take it some time and just wait to eat, okay? Um, I see this in my daughter, okay? I can't just feed her because I think it's time to feed her. She'll let me know I'm not hungry, so she won't eat. When she is hungry, she will scream. She will let me know she's hungry, we, for some reason, lost sight of that. And it's probably because we are we have so much food around us that we don't even listen to our bodies. We listen to our emotions. That's a dangerous place to be, okay? We need to be realistic and we need to be aware, mentally aware of our body and what is going on. And I think a lot of us have less lost sight of that. We have no idea. We don't even know how to listen to our bodies anymore. So that's why I'm saying if you do this, it's going to work. You're going to lose weight, but... Um, it's a little bit harder. And so a lot of people would also call this intuitive eating. Be intuitive of when to eat, how to eat, how much to eat. Um, uh, a family member, she is loving intuitive eating. And she goes, Tanya, I've, I've learned this one thing that's really helped me lose uh, about nine pounds in a month. And she goes, I will eat my meal. And halfway through it, I don't finish it. Halfway through it, I'll kind of push my plate and I'll kind of assess how do I feel right now, um, stomach wise like am I am I still hungry do I still want to eat in that instance it's okay to listen to your body or your emotions I should say um, because honestly we don't usually do that we just keep finishing our plate because why my mom told me to 50 years ago that I can't get out out of my chair unless I eat all my food right so we still hold on to that no matter how old we get but what I want you to do is I want you to think about hey am I am I good do I still need to eat do I need to finish my plate can I save this for later can I have the, the rest of this for my lunch tomorrow? If it's yes, then stop eating. Okay, we don't have to finish it. If anything, the next time you eat a meal, put it on a smaller plate. And notice, oh, okay, that was good. I'm done. I'm like 80% content and I'm going to save that last 20% so that I'm not like miserably full. Does that make sense? So be aware of how you are actually feeling before you eat um, during and even after. Um, and like I said, it's more of a, an intuitive awareness in your stomach feeling than mentally just craving food, right? Or what sounds good. Ooh, that smells good. Give me some bacon. Does that make sense? So number one, wait until you're actually hungry to eat. If you do this, your caloric intake will instantly, instantly drop significantly. Okay, 
All right, so, uh, and I'll give you a, a good example of this. Um, uh, I was uh, working with a group of people, and this one lady told me um, during the weekend on Saturday, she woke up with her family, ate breakfast, plugged it all in, it was 800 calories. She felt defeated because she goes, there's, I ruined today. There's no way I'm going to um, stay within my calories, especially I still have lunch to eat and dinner to eat. And And I asked her, when were you actually hungry to eat? And she goes, gosh, I wasn't really hungry to eat till, till dinner time. And I go, how much calories is really your dinner? She goes, about 500. <gasps> you stayed within your calories. Even though you ate a lot in breakfast time, which you usually don't eat a lot, your body's smart and saying, hey, you gave us all this energy first thing in the morning. We're going to use it throughout the day and we'll let you know when you're hungry, which will probably be in about seven to eight hours. Does that make sense? So even if you have big meals throughout the day, just listen to your body and wait till you're actually hungry um, to eat again. I can't tell you how many people will have like a big lunch, like an 800 calorie lunch and maybe a 100 or 200 calorie snack, which really is their dinner, and they call it a night. And it's totally okay because they're listening to their bodies of when they're actually hungry. They're not ravenous. They're not starving. They just need something on their stomach. Some people will go to bed and have like a yogurt and go to bed. That's perfectly fine. Listen to your body. Number two, hydration. I can't stress this enough because there's so many people that only stay hydrated when they're dieting. And that is a huge mistake to make, okay? Uh, along with exercising. They're like, hey, I want to be healthy. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to meal prep on Sundays and I'm going to work out. That's not how your body works, okay? It is not how your body works. What you need to do is you need to treat hydration like oxygen. You need oxygen every single day to stay alive. What happens if you go a couple months without any oxygen? Well, you'd be dead, okay? So same thing with hydration. Your body needs liquids and fluids and water every single day to work properly. And when you don't drink enough or drink at, drink any water at all, you're slowly deteriorating your body and your organs and it's not gonna work as properly and you're gonna feel foggy and your joints are gonna hurt and your head's gonna hurt and you're gonna have dry lips and your urine's gonna smell terrible. Like it's just, it's horrible, horrible, horrible for your body to not have water. So please make hydration standard like oxygen. You need it every single day throughout the day. Okay, the only exception is at night, but I'm also a huge water drinker at night. I probably drink about 30 ounces of water throughout my night. Um, I don't know, I just get thirsty. So I just want you to be aware of that. Regardless if you're dieting or not, you just need to keep that up as much as possible. So I always recommend people get a favorite water cup, find ways to make water fun and enjoyable, um, but, but you need to keep it up and it doesn't matter how you drink it. I don't care if it's unsweet tea. I don't care if it's sparkling water. Obviously regular water is the best for you, but you need to stay hydrated. Okay. I have one client. He's a farmer. He's like 65 years old and all he drinks is Powerade and diet Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, good for you. You're staying hydrated. I don't care. It's better if you drink water, but he's healthy as a horse because he's so active. He's eating right and he's getting fluids in his body. Does that make sense? So if you don't wanna track your calories, okay, you have to one, be aware of your body, wait till you're actually hungry to eat. It's gonna be weird because that's our excitement of the day is, ooh, what am I gonna eat next? What, what am I gonna have, <laughs> you know? And then 
Number two is hydration. You, you have to stay hydrated. Also, if you stay hydrated, your appetite will decrease. A lot of times when we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. So if you keep up with your water, you're going to consume less calories, making you be in a calorie deficit. You're going to consume less food. Does that make sense? Water is just so, so, so important to, for your health, okay? Whether you're dieting or not, but it definitely helps out with dieting, okay? If you actually feel the need to eat, maybe you drink some water first and see how you feel. Give it another 10, 20 minutes. Push your fast just a little bit more between your meals. And finally, number three, be productive. I can't tell you how many people lose weight when they're like, Tanya, it was such a crazy weekend. I was packing, I was moving, and then we had to paint our new house, and I just barely had any time to eat, and I'm down like three pounds. Why? Well, because you were in a calorie deficit. You only ate when you were really hungry, which is about dinner time, because you were so busy throughout the day being productive. And because you were so busy, you were hydrating yourself because you were thirsty. (gasps) Oh my gosh, what if you kept doing this? That's the secret. How many of you eat more on the weekends because you're bored there's not much to do whereas at work you're you're busy you're productive between your first meal and lunch and lunch when you get home (gasps) that's the key that's the secret you have to be productive on the weekend and here's my simple trick if weekends are hard for you this is what I do and it's helped me out not only lose 50 pounds but keep it off is come Saturday Uh, when I have the whole day to myself, obviously, I will purposely write down at least five or six things. I am a list taker. I'm a list maker. And I love a good check mark. Our bodies love a good check mark. So what I'll do is I'll write down, okay, Tanya, you got to get this, 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 and this done. Once all these are done, then you can have your first meal. And I usually don't have my first meal until one or two o'clock. I'm very, I'm very strict about my schedule and what I have to do and my list that I make. So that's what I encourage you to do. And it could be a matter of, let's say you love breakfast on Saturdays. Great, eat breakfast. But then make a list of, okay, from now until this list is completed, then I'll start thinking about lunch and when to make it. So maybe it's running to the bank, running some errands, cleaning something, taking your kids out for a walk. Have something to do between your meals to burn off the energy that you just ate and not making you feel bored and just mindlessly eat all day long does that make sense and I know a lot of people even struggle after work they're like gosh that's when I really bombard my diet and ruin it I should say um because there's freedom there's freedom after work you can do whatever you want for the next five six hours and that's when we can get in a lot of trouble so maybe for you it's okay when I get home I'm gonna go um and take a 30 minute walk or I'm going to read or journal or you know, crochet, work on a puzzle, paint, whatever it can be. Just think of something. Maybe it's a new project. Maybe you go help out your husband. You know, maybe if he's a farmer, go go see what he's doing. If he needs a helping hand, whatever it is, just try to be productive and be thoughtful. And if you can't think of anything, reach out to a friend or anything like, hey, does anybody need anything? Do you need help? Learn to serve people. I tell you what, the more you serve others, and you stop serving yourself or your inner hunger or your inner foodie inside you, the easier it is going to be to lose weight. Okay, does that make sense? So be productive. Make a list. Stick to that list and only eat. Because for me, I, I, I couldn't, I didn't understand how to listen to my body. I always wanted food. I, didn't, I could not recognize 
being hungry or thinking I was hungry. So for me, this was a good distraction, which is what your body wants. Your body wants to be distracted. It wants to be productive. Our bodies were created and designed to move. You got to think thousands of years ago, people weren't just sitting behind their desk or sitting in their car driving. People were up and moving. They were moving and getting food and cleaning and working with their kids. And we were just created to move. And we're in a generation right now where we're sitting a lot and we're feeling depressed. Why? Because we need to move. We need blood flow. So please get up, move, make some lists, make some things you want to do. Look up some projects you might be interested in doing. Hello, Pinterest. There's so many things you can tap into and find new hobbies to do. I just encourage it. The more productive you are, the less you're going to think about food. Like I said, a lot of times we want to be productive and our body's like, well, there's some cookies you can go eat. That's being productive, but is it being helpful towards your diet or being healthy? No. So we need to find different ways of being productive. Does that make sense? So again, I'm going to I'm going to keep reiterating what I'm saying because you need to get this. If you're not going to track your food and you don't have accountability, you need to make sure you wait till you're actually hungry. You need to make sure you're staying hydrated every single day all day and you need to make sure you're being productive. And here's a bonus tip. If you want to weigh yourself, I just recommend weighing yourself about every 10 to 14 days. I don't recommend yourself weighing yourself every single day unless you're working with a coach because it's going to be annoying. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to expect the scale to go down every single day. That's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Just like when you gain weight, you don't gain weight every single day. You'll gain weight every couple of days, right? Same thing with weight loss. You'll lose weight every couple of days. But a good 10 days is a good indicator of your weight loss. If there's two days out of the week that I recommend you weigh yourself, it's usually Wednesday or Thursday. Um, or Friday or Saturday. And here's why. Wednesday, it's at least two, three days after the weekend to kind of flush everything out. And that's a real number. If you want to push till Thursday, go for it. But also a lot of people wake up super early during the week. So you might weigh a little bit more. But come Saturday, if you had a good Friday, you didn't eat everything inside on Friday. If you weigh, weigh yourself Saturday, you should hit a new low. Does that make sense? So instead of weighing yourself on Mondays, which most people do, Weigh yourself on Friday or Saturday. Friday morning, Saturday morning, look at the difference. Or like I said, weigh yourself every 10 days. Because <gasps> you're probably going to see a pound or two difference. Okay, I hope that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you found it to be super helpful and you're like, oh my gosh, now I know what to do and not to track my food, uh, how to lose weight without tracking my food, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who needs to hear this. Okay, you don't have to track, you don't have to meal prep. You can lose weight naturally by listening to your body. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, um, like I said, feel free to share it. I love to hear a review. Please rate my podcast. If you just scroll on the very bottom of the um, podcast app that you're on, um, it'll give you an opportunity to rate me. I would really appreciate it. Any stars, whatever you decide. Um, I just want to hear your input. Have an awesome day and I will talk to y'all later.